Yo, yo, ho, 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 boy, I'm loud, I'm sorry, but what's up, people? This is episode 12 of the I'm Sorry podcast, and we on 12, I think it's 12, man, losing track, I gotta stop doing that, I just gotta stop opening, opening it up with, like, this is what episode we're on, because I never remember the episode, my memory's some bullshit. I definitely have the worst memory out of my memory's just trash because my recreational activities I participate in, bro. Whatever, man. People can roast me all they want to. That's the move, dude. I like to rock and I like to party. Um, I'm a single guy. I can do whatever the fuck I feel like. So that's what I do, bro. I do what the fuck I feel like. Um, <laughs> no, I really don't. I don't. <clears throat> I am a punk, punk ass nigga. When it comes to majority of things, you know what I'm saying? Like, one thing that I think is crazy that I do is like, uh, this is why I'm happy I'm not in a relationship right now. Is that whenever I get into those, bro, boy, my entire soul is lost. <laughs> I just invest so much in people that like I forget about doing stuff for myself. And then before you know it, boom, I'm just fucking, who is Justin? That's my friends. You know, I chose I many of times, not many of times. I've done this one twice on accident. I did it once on accident, once on purpose. Uh, chose my friends over my ex. I mean, I chose my ex over my friends one time. I mean, it was stupid. I always regret that, and I always regret it to this day. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Because it's just stupid. Like my my friends have been there for me since I was like. You know, they've been there since I, for me, through all this kind of stuff. And I chose this chick who was just, like, terrible, dude. It was awful. I hate, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm happy I'm not in a relationship, though. Like, now I can still do my priorities and stuff that I want to do. Play games. I can sleep till I want to. I'm about to start working soon, so I'll be able to just go to work maybe on Tuesday, Thursday. I might go, uh, start, um. There'll be, like, some comedy workshops coming up. I'll probably start going to those. I'll be close to downtown, you know. I'm going to have some fun stuff in life. And I'll be making cash. Forgot about that, you know. I'll be making my, my own money. And buy what I want to with my own cash, right? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah, so that'd be cool. But um, I don't know. You know, we'll just see how it all goes down and everything. But, yeah, that's why I'm happy that I don't have a relationship right now. Um, Another thing is the fact of, like, um, when it comes to, like, whenever I'm doing stuff, I got to stop saying, like, uh, whenever stuff happens, like, oh, jeez, I just said it again. Whenever I want to go eat or whenever we want to go eat, I never choose the places either because I just, it took me a long time to feel like, I could say what I felt like, so it would, I would just always be, that's one thing too, I would just eat at these restaurants that I hated, and it sucked dick. <laughs> I never could find shit on the menu, you know, it was stupid, but here's something that I think is even more stupid, Do you, have you guys ever been to like, uh, like been driving on the street, and it'll be like, I saw this the other day, it was a littering um, sign, and it said, max fine, $1,000. Why would you tell me the max fine? 
I don't understand why you would tell me the max version or something. Shouldn't you say, shouldn't you tell me the minimum version? So then I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's the least amount of money I'll have to pay. If the maximum amount of money I know I have to pay is a thousand dollars. I mean, that's a lot, but like, you kind of peep in your hand, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like saying, well, we have, it's, it's like, it's like revealing your secret weapon before using it. It's like, you can't tell me the worst thing that could possibly happen and then be like, well, you know what? Well, you know what? This is going to get everybody to, to, to recognize what's going on. It's going to make everyone stop doing it. Like, what, dude? You don't tell me. Whew, sorry, sorry, sorry. You don't tell me what the max fine is. What the fuck would I need to know about the max fine? What? It doesn't make sense. It'd be like your parents saying, well, if you leave this house, the worst case you're going to get is grounded. <laughs> that's it. That's what you want to tell me. You think that's the best way to approach that? That's not the move to do it. I'm telling you, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense just like fucking vocal warm-ups, bro. Actually, I don't know much about vocal warm-ups. I've never done them. As you can tell by how terrible my speaking is. I don't enunciate enough words. You know, I think that's because I don't really get comfortable either with these things. Like, I'm always kind of, like, moving around and stuff, so I don't really enunciate my words. But, um, yeah, like, vocal warm-ups, like, what, it, what who came up with that system? Like, people who sing, you're like, do re mi fa sol do I don't understand. Like, a vocal warm-up, I don't know. They seem interesting. I think I'll have to start doing them when I start taking Toastmasters. That's something I decided to do. I'm going to get good at my public speaking. You know. <laughs> I think it's different when you graduate college. At least for me. Because now I'm very aware of, uh, you know, my, uh, I guess this was always in college too, but. Well, it was in college, but it was less understandable because the money at the time. Like, um, when you work hard, in my opinion, if you work hard outside of uh, work, like when you're working hard for your job, eventually it's going to show through. Like, you don't just come in at 8 a.m. every day earlier than everybody else and never get, you know, you don't move forward in life. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a strange thing to me about... um, no, that's a, the cool thing to me about uh, working is that, like, it just, it feels like my life is now in my hands more so. It really didn't feel like that much in college, but that's just because I wasn't understanding what was, like, what they were trying to do. They're trying to get you ready to go to the next level of life, which is, you know, so you can have a better start. Um, Because I didn't understand that, my start's not the best, but it's not the worst. It's pretty good, honestly, especially me living at home and everything, so. Um, yeah, but that's really what college is, I felt like. It was like a time where you, um, can, um, figure out, uh, you know, it's hard to make yourself, like, here's the best way I can see it. Both my parents do computer science. Um, I'm, I started taking, uh, this, uh, web development class, has HTML, CSS, and stuff like that, JavaScript, and, um, I'm trying to get really good at that, you know. 
to help my marketing, make a marketing portfolio of websites and designs and maybe be able to get a job like that. But, um, yeah, like I can see how that's all just based on me and how much I work at it, you know, and I get it now. Like I, I'm starting to understand a lot more about HTML. I've only went through like the first couple of sections, but I get all the sections. I can debug stuff. Um, I fix problems like that. Like I get the basics. And if you can do the basics, then you can. Um, if you can do the basics, you can do the uh, the hard stuff. Hundred percent. It's like people when if anyone watches fighting, I don't know if anyone watches fighting, but Don Cowboy Cerrone threw the meanest. I mean, the most disgusting. Just piece up on somebody. I gotta find it now. Boy, let me find. It. I'm not gonna play it though. Um, need to find out who the guy he was fighting. Cerrone, best moments, I guess. Um, I don't know, but he threw. Oh, here it is. So he threw this one. He threw a one to the face, and then like a two to the face again. And then when the guy like went down to to try and block, he couldn't see. He kicked him right in his face. It's a combination, but you know what the combination is? It's a combination of three basic moves. That's what it comes down to, you know? So, that's really the way I see it. It's just, um, it's the understanding of the basics, you know? That would be something, too, I wish I could get. Like, I li I like this life. Like, if I could make money from just working, if I just had to sit in my screen for, like, hours upon hours upon hours a day, I would not be upset. I'd be very happy with that. Especially if I lived in a state where weed was legal. I would just smoke weed and do my fucking work. It'd be the best. It'd be the best thing ever. I'm telling you. There's nothing that will even come fucking close to that kind of feeling right there. I'd be able to work from home. Like computer programmers. Anyone who's a computer person, you guys have a good boy. Because like, well you guys don't have it because you guys definitely work to get where you're at. But that's a great job to have. You can just work and not have to worry about people. I'm telling you, that's great. Because, like, in the real world, we're, like, people, people. Like, people our age. Whew, there's some just stupid people out there. Not maybe even people our age. Anybody who has any type of ism. Who subscribes to any type of ism. Whether it's feminism. Uh, um, black power. The KKK. Um, any person who... Feels like they should put one section of people above another section is not right. It's never the move. It's never the move. It doesn't make sense to me. Like any person who um, isolates it like that, like you're like, here it, uh, you define something by like a characteristic. That's what it feels like. That's what's weird to me. Like, I guess it makes sense that you have to understand how to define people, right? That's how it's always kind of been. Like, whenever I see somebody, the way that I can tell somebody's different is by, uh, you know, characteristics that I see physically about them. <laughs> and I know that's why we have names, you know? So you can understand, well, this is Logan. Logan's a white person. Um, Logan's Logan. doesn't matter he's white. He's just, you know, Logan. But, um, yeah, it seems like everybody just says, Fuck the names. We just want to, like, look at people's, you know, colors. Colors, sex, um, 
how much money to make. Like, it's always these weird divisions that come in. But any person who divides people like that, it's just not smart. It never works out. I used to do that. You, you refer to, like, a group of people. Like, a group of people, and you're like, oh, well, those people fucking, they'd be like, well, well, black people steal. Like, you're, no, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Like, any person who thinks like that, let's not let's even take, like, an extreme thing. Let's just take something that's even less extreme to say, like, all men are trash. What about that? Um, that's not true. Just like all females aren't bitches, right? That's not true either, right? Like, you can't, you can't group people. The minute that you start grouping entire people together, you start to lose out on stuff. There was a point where I was just like, you know what? I'm taking a break from women. Because that's how I was. I do that every podcast, right? Because of all the stuff that goes bad with women. Well, as as I do agree that I should take a break with girls. Until I get my mental health, like, really, you know. Until I'm starting making better strides. Right now, I'm doing okay. But until I start making, like, really, really strong strides, I should start, you know. I can really start, um pursuing somebody but right now um no uh i shouldn't but like you should never not pursue women or if you're a girl man or if you're gay whatever whatever um based on your prior relationships never never do that you can't do that because it's just gonna limit you it's like it's like um if you're playing fifa and you shoot right and you miss doesn't mean that you're not gonna shoot again you're gonna miss the next time you just gotta keep Fucking shooting, bro. Just keep fucking bopping. I'm telling you. You got to keep giving yourself attempts, dude. Attempts. You got to do it. You got to take risks. Risks is what makes life, you know, life. (laughs) 100%. That's what life is. (laughs) That's the only way you can get into it. It's just risk. Like the risk that I took when I got got my sleeve. Like when I started my sleeve. The first thing I did, let me tell you the process of my body and my tattoos. It's good to be on this end of my tattoos because there was a time where I, I looked like a construction piece of fucking work. <laughs> my whole body just seemed like it was in like a waiting to be finished zone. Like I started off with my chest, my right chest, and then um, I went to my shoulder. And when I went to my shoulder down, he stopped like halfway down my arm. So for like a year and a half, I just had a half-finished tattoo sleeve. And it was so embarrassing. It was terrible. Like it wasn't even close to being done. It looked awful. Just terrible, dude. Like it looked like pen was on the back of my arm because it wasn't finished. Like he literally had started drawing the lines. And it was like, because it was just tribal, it takes so much black ink. You're just scrubbing black ink all the time to get, like, a lot of these things in. So, he couldn't finish it. And it took me a year and a half to finish it. It took me a year and a half to finish it. And it was, I'm telling you, that year and a half, my body looks stupid. My body now looks better. Like, everything's kind of complete-ish. I have areas in my body that I want more tattoos on. Like, my right leg is empty. I only have one thing on my right leg. On my left leg, I have three um, so, yeah, but, yeah, I walked around for a long time like that, just incomplete, like, <laughs> people probably used to roast me, I used to never want to show my tattoos either, like, that. I used to, when, um, I used to work at this, uh, well, I still work at this movement company, but over the summer, we would work, and, um, we would, um, 
we would I would be working with a long sleeve shirt on, dude. A long sleeve hoodie, not shirt, long sleeve hoodie on, just sweating bullets. Cause I want people to see my tattoos. I was so ashamed of them. I was ashamed of the fact that they weren't finished, but uh, I was also like, I felt like I was gonna have to wear long sleeves at my job, but turns out the job I'm going to doesn't even care about my tattoos, you know? Um, If anything, if anything, um, oh snap if anything uh sorry sorry i was doing something for my mom if anything uh creativity i'm telling you um it's gonna keep getting there like expression of art and understanding of art is something that i really need to do speaking of that let me put my phone across the room um Like, you know, I feel like a creative person in creativity. Uh, you got to figure out how to express yourself, you know. And expressing yourself doesn't necessarily have to. Like, you have to thirst for creativity. I guess that makes sense. And that's how I am, too. Like, uh, a lot of my friends make fun of me because I play FIFA career mode, play a career mode. But I play it because I love the story of it. You know, like, I make it up in my head. <laughs> and it's crazy but like i really like it like it's really fun to me it's a fun it creative like stories to me are very cool and when i can focus like if i can focus on something i love stories like, i gotta like create my own stories and everything like i think that's fun um but yeah i just feel like creativity is a huge part of uh marketing so i think that i'm gonna take start taking more pride in my tattoos um I was honest about my suicide and depression tattoo. A lot of people reach out to me all the time on Instagram. So appreciate everybody who's reaching out. Um, means a lot. Uh, really does. It really does. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I think that was my biggest fear. Was um the fact that I thought that uh whenever I did it, like show people, that I was going to be um seen as cra- not crazy, but I don't know. I just didn't think it was going to go over well. I was just nervous about it. Well, I'm happy it did, you know. Um, and plus, it's on my body for a long time. I appreciate everyone being, like, supportive. And these are going to be on my body forever, so. And I always, like, and the honest part, too, is that um, the most important part right here is the fact that just, like, I mean, I like them, you know, to bring up stories. They make me think about how I was feeling during that time. And it makes me appreciative of me being more positive, uh, taking the steps not to be there anymore, you know? Not thinking about, like, I didn't feel like I had any guidance. I didn't feel like I had too many friends. And now, like, I got good friends. I got people who want to talk to me. Um, got tattoos. Finished. I got, um, I finished college, you know? Like, it's a lot positive to now. So, like, it's always great to be able to look back and be like, look how far you've came, you know? So... That's a good part about having tattoos, at least for me, because all my tattoos are just extremely just meaningful to me. I tell people the story of them. They just mean a lot to me, so, you know, it's cool. They're cool to have. Um, fucking computer always turns off, bro. I'm so low energy right now. I'm so tired for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's probably my antidepressants. They... they <coughs> To make me a little sleepy, I guess, or drowsy. Because uh, that's how it goes sometimes, you know? Sometimes you're just drowsy. You just, that's the thing about these antidepressants. You got to get through the the, the um, trial period. 
because I start working next week, so that's why I started taking them on Monday. They give me like a week to be in there to have them, so maybe I'll be able to, you know, be ready by the time it's time to work. But maybe not, you know. Hopefully I am, though. But let me tell you guys something about working at a moving company, right? The more that I work at a moving company, the more that you just start to under, you just don't understand, bro. Black people, listen here, black people. Tip, dude. Never. I always have issues with black people tipping. Always. I've moved three people. None of them tipped. Not even on the app. None of them did any type of tipping. You have to tip people. You, you got black people can't. We can't just complain, okay? We cannot just complain that nobody wants to see us do anything about our lives. Everybody wants to keep us down. Meanwhile, we just keep each other down. You have to tip. You have to tip. You have to tip. You have to tip. Look, it's like, um, I mean, as a moving company, I don't really take anything against it. Like, I'm fine with not necessarily getting tipped to me. For me as a person. Because we get paid a decent amount for the movement company. But like someone who works in the industry where it's solely based on tipping. Like a waitress and waiters. And if you go out and you don't tip, that's not right. The You have to. That's a part of the expense. Is tipping. You tip people. Because you want them to be able to still have do you guys want people to still be able to work it, it this is what would happen if nobody tipped if nobody tips then waitresses the, the cost of restaurants will have to go up right because nobody can sustain life at that like two dollars an hour thing and no one tips so they're going to start paying waitress you know people more which means that the cost of food at restaurants will go up a lot more you know what i'm saying so it's a lose-lose for everybody you need to tip if you don't tip it's gonna just fuck everybody up, but nobody wants to listen to that. I'm telling you, tipping is like so essential to me. If anything, tipping to me, if at the just the base of it, tipping is just somebody who just is just a nice person. Like tip people. <laughs> people need to tip. I don't understand why people don't tip. Like, what do you think it's? What are you saving from not tipping? A microscopic amount of like four to five dollars. Not even like, like if you, if you get five dollars, right? If a waitress takes twenty tables, she gets five dollars a piece. That's a hundred bucks. You think you could take twenty tables in a shift? That's probably a lot, right? Yeah, because people probably you probably not taking twenty tables in a shift. But even if you take five tables and ten dollars a shift, ten dollars fifty bucks. It's not bad. Probably make way more than that anyways. So, you know, that's pretty decent, I think, in my opinion. Like, that's not the worst amount of money. Um, but tipping, you have to tip. We have to fucking tip. I'm telling you, everybody has a tip. It's just like, it's it's almost as counterproductive as drinking something that doesn't quench your thirst. Who knows that feeling? Like, you're drinking, boy, that's the thing about ice cold Coke. People like, it really hits the spot. It doesn't hit. Any spot. That's the reason why you keep drinking more of it. I love the way that that's the way those companies have made that. I read um, I read the summary. I just bought this, uh, got this audio book. It's called Biology. I'm going to start listening to it soon. Um, yeah, it's called Biology. And it's about, uh, what's his name? It's about um, uh, the reason why we buy stuff. Like the marketing aspect of why we buy things. And one thing they said was um the way 
well, actually, this wasn't in that, but this I'll still t- keep talking about that. They were talking about um difference in like technologies and everything, and how uh, Apple sets you know uh, industry standards and everything, and how the people have to figure out how to appeal to it and everything, like just like that whole approach. But I read these concepts last night. Well, marketing uh, companies' approach to marketing. Uh, I read this these concepts last night. One of the concepts was called like. Uh, it's like some type of selling concept, and the the way that it works is that they um this concept is trying to convince that the consumer that this product is good for them, right? Other concepts trying to like there's another concept that focuses on um trying to convince, trying to figure out what's right for the consumer. This tries to convince the consumer that this is right for them, and they just throw stuff at you as constantly as they can. So things that departments where stuff's like not really a big deal not the big deal but something that you really wouldn't consider a heavy perspective in you know like you wouldn't think about a lot that's where they get you at so for instance um drinking when you drink a uh, uh, soda and stuff like that you know how terrible that stuff is for you it's not even okay for you it's terrible for your body right yet coke has said something like they figured out how to to associate having a hot day with a a coke like it's like nothing hits the spot like a coke is like that's a very well-known thing the way they try and make it seem like but that's not the case coke doesn't hit the spot the whole point of coke is the fact that you gotta drink so much because it's not hitting the spot but that's the way that they appeal to you they constantly just throw it up in your face and make you feel like you need it like that i think that's so interesting like that's such a that's such an abrasive tactic (laughs) Like, imagine if you just constantly just sent a girl a dick pic. Just every day. Just all the time. It's not just going to make her want to fuck you. I'm pretty sure it's going to get you a lawsuit. You're going to jail. Yeah. Marketing companies can just do what they want to. That's what these companies do. There's, there has to be, there's, I'm 100% sure there's science to them just throwing stuff in your face for a long amount of time. I think someone shut the door just caught me off guard. It just keeps subliminally messaging you. So it's like, what are you supposed to do, you know? Except, you know, fall into the fucking trap. (laughs) Like, it's interesting. That's why I really like marketing. Um, mm, I think it's interesting to be able to appeal to people. I think the negative aspect is the way that I see it as a pessimist. But in an honest aspect, it does help a lot. Uh, the concept of marketing. Um, think about uh all the, the short um. Not the short, but like. The amount of things that you can now experience because of marketing. You know the appeals that people figure out how to make you purchase things, and when you purchase them, uh, a lot of times I have like you have good relationships with stuff. For instance, like this thing called magical butter. It is a machine. It's like a crock pot, essentially, that you put weed into, and it turns into can of butter. Uh, very simple process where it used to be very complicated. It's like, it's kind of expensive, but it seems worth it. But, like, something like that, you know, that's something that I would invest my money into 100%. And um, that, see, something like that is more like a, I can't remember what the concept is, but that, I mean, I haven't seen any advertisement for it, but that's something that's going to be word of mouth 100%. That's another way that you can get stuff done. You can get stuff done word of mouth. Um, Logitech, 
if anyone knows what that is, uh, they talked about them last night. The one thing that they have is word of mouth. They have millions upon millions of, not millions, probably, probably like, well, I'm sure millions upon millions of people who say that they you should use them. But they also have um, online reviews that everybody knows about Logitech. <laughs> probably one of the most um, well-known computer brands in the world. Like For actual power, it's probably one of the best. You know, so marketing's always just an interesting concept. I'm telling you, anybody who wants to consider a career in marketing would probably be pretty cool. But like, I don't know why I'm telling you guys. Like, like I'm over here I have a job in marketing. I mean, I kind of do, um, but I kind of don't. <laughs> I do have a job, I guess, marketing technically because I get to handle all the marketing stuff. But it's not like to reason why I'm there, you know, but that's cool, I like that, because now a lot of my free time is going to go dedicated to, um, becoming the best I can be, so I can make the company the best it can be, you know, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make something happen at this company, I'm telling you, I'm gonna make something happen, I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this chance that I've been given, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something out of it, you guys watch and see, bro, you guys watch and see, because I want to work hard at this career. I really am. But you know people who piss me off. People who work hard at careers. Who. Like here's what. This is this is how. This is the best way to explain this. You guys know a person. Who wants to make you pay them. So they can give you tips about how to get into something. Like a career or something. Like a career path. Do you want to be an investment banker? I will teach you all the things I've learned. Do you want to be in the e-commerce? I make $2,000 every two seconds, bro. Did you know that? Any person who does shit like that, fuck those people, man. You should not be able to have a career that is... Your career is trying to get people into your career path that you were in. Fuck you, dude. You are a scam artist. That is all it really comes down to. That's your career. There's a difference between offering some guidance to people. Just being like, ah, oh, this is what I did. Um, You know, uh, this is the best way for you. If it works out for you, cool. If not, cool. Fine. But you're going to tell me that you're going to set up seminars and act like you know what you're talking about. And then try and give me advice on some bullshit, dude. Hell no. No way. There's no way. You know, but I think, I guess from a business perspective, yeah, those are messed up. Those are just dumb. Like, they just seem scammy. Like, some people just seem scammy. Like, there's these commercials that I get on YouTube sometimes that are suggested to me. This guy's like, um, he's always like, um, he's always in his fucking just random places in his house. Sometimes in a library, he's like, look at all these cars I've gotten. God, hard work gets you where you need to. And he just goes off about some fucking random spiel about how he's um here to help make you money. It's so, it's the weirdest thing, I'm telling you. So, um, just to say, like, it's just, it's just, I don't understand how people can make careers off that. Like, why, what, who is gonna pay, who, like, who, who are you getting? <laughs> Like, I don't understand who you get. It's the same way with, um, with, like, those girls who have those, um, those Snapchat pages. 
uh, those private Snapchat pages. This is why I actually do appreciate social media because it does make a pretty decent career for some people. Like sex does sell in some aspects. Like kids are lonely if you can get money. If I was if I was a kid and I could get like twenty bucks, dude, I'd pay for some fucking some nude vaults a hundred percent. Like they could probably make bank off little kids like that. But that's a good question. That is a good question. I wonder what the case is in that in that aspect. Because think about it. Think about it, think about this. Think this is an interesting question. So if there was those premium girl pages, right? And I was like 13 and I bought one. That's okay, right? As a male, being a man, but like, can a kid, can a guy do that to a 13 year old girl? No, that's illegal. Like, what if a guy had a page where he could sell his nudes and then he sold them to a 13 year old girl? That's illegal, right? That's terrible. But if a girl did that, it still would be illegal. Is it illegal? That's against the law, right? So how do these, these pages work? Do you have to validate your your age? I guess Snapchat makes you validate how old you are. So it's kind of out of anyone's jurisdictions, I guess, right? Yeah, like I wonder who would get in trouble for that. I guess nobody would technically be at fault because Snapchat does make the criteria that you have to be a certain age to be on Snapchat, right? Well, how old do you have to be on Snapchat? Let's see. How old do you have to be to have a Snapchat? Now my age is 13. Oh, so you have to be 13 years old. Dude. So that, see, that brings up a question. Okay. But I guess it's the same way with porn. Like, you can't necessarily, but no, 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 no. It's not the same way with porn because you put out porn and if kids for so for some reason just find it, then that's not your fault. However, if if you're if you're an independent person and you directly sell your videos to a child who's thirteen, is that against the law? I don't know. I feel like it is. Isn't it? Selling pictures to a minor? That has to be against the law. Ah, that's a good question. I'm gonna ask my friends that. I'm gonna ask my friends that question 100 percent because I'm curious. I really don't know the answer to that. Um, I think it should be. It probably is against the law, right? Like it has to be, cause it's it's underage. Like there's no way. But I guess there's no way that she can know that or he, or whoever it is. Like they won't know that. Like you can't. That's not their fault. So. I would be curious if that situation ever came up, but I don't know how it even, I think a parent would have to find the pictures that they bought and then they have to sue that person. And then when they sue that person, it has to open up and then like all this fucking stuff would have to be, it would probably be a very long stretch, but you probably would like create a huge shake into like the social media guidelines for now on, I bet. But it might not, I don't know, but I just think that's interesting. I think that's an interesting thing. Um, yeah, that's the question right there. Um, 
Here's one thing, too, that I think is always so funny that I think that may apply to me very heavily. Not all depressed people are funny. You know? (laughs) I think that's one thing that people forget is that they think that all depressed people are funny. Or they think that, I think that I thought that depressed people can be funny. Depression, this is how it works. Some comedians have depression, but not all people with depression are comedians. That's the way it works, you know? Um, I don't know. That's something that I always, I've been thinking to myself a lot lately. Like, I wonder if I'm actually a funny person, you know? I was always curious about that. Um, it's something I'm going to spend my time with. I've taken a break from writing uh, the last three days. I just didn't write. Um, I've spent more time. I'm on my antidepressants, so I'm spending more time with my friends. Trying to be more honest and, like, around my friends, I mean, more so. So, that's a thing right now, but, um, yeah, like, that's one question that you always ask. Like, are you funny? Am I funny? According to the current landscape of, like, social media, I'm not funny. I don't, I don't like social media because, like, I don't get it. The stuff on there is not funny to me. It really doesn't seem that funny. But that's just me because I'm a pessimist, I think. Uh, but to be like, I just, stand up to me seems like just so cool to be able to make people laugh. Like, staying up in front of people and people being able to see my expressions live, like that, I get to move. That seems so fun to me. But am I made for it? Who knows? That's the thing I always thought about. Like, am I a funny person? Who, what, how do you validate if you're funny? Do you have to just feel funny? Is that what it is? Do some people just feel funnier than other people? Like, what makes you what makes you think that you should make that step? Like, I wonder for people who achieve their goals, what was the thing that made you take that step? Like, what makes you say that I could do this? You know, that's the way I was thinking about whenever I watched Jerry Seinfeld's special. He said a joke that I had always been thinking about for years. Like, I had always thought about um, cities. He made a joke about New York. Uh... I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm gonna try not to tell you, tell the joke, but I always thought about the way he said it. Like I always asked my dad that question, and I was like, "All right, well, okay." So I do have. The, I feel like I have the mind of a, a funny person, a comedian, <laughs> but um, to be actually funny and get that all put out on stage, that's a different story. So, you know, that's the questions that you ask. That's the one question I'm asking, and I'm gonna figure that out soon when um. All this stuff's over, you know? So, we'll see uh, how this goes. A big piece of me um, also wants to... I've been thinking about getting an Elgato, you know, a game capture. Maybe start making some YouTube career mode videos or stuff of that nature. Um, But, I don't know. I'm on the fence about that one, too. Just because I'm... I don't know. I think that because... Now I'm now that I'm by myself. Uh, I don't have to worry about anything. I'm very fearful of my money because I just know that I've had times where I was really bad with money, trying to impress women, and I just don't want that to ever pop up again. You know, <laughs> just throw my money at stupid stuff. Uh, it's the same way with uh, not even with women. No, like um, I threw a lot of my money at just dumb stuff in college. <clears throat> my voice is cracking. What is going on? <laughs> Let me drink some water, sorry. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I spent money on some dumb stuff in college, so I just want to make sure I don't do that shit again. 
like one time I had uh I did pretty well to have like I had like a grand saved up for emergencies. Five hundred dollars saved up for emergencies. Um it lasted me the entire year that year, but I did not spend on emergencies. Like I was just so impulsive that I just one time just woke up and just spent like eighty bucks on the hats. For what? Like, why? That was stupid. That was dumb. I just had an impulse to go buy a hat. But now, because this was when I was making really small amounts of money, right? Like, I would probably have a surplus of, after everything was up, like, like, if I had, if I, if that week I went and bought my groceries and everything, and it was a, a week that I had to buy a lot of groceries, I would probably have, like, 40 bucks last me seven days. Yeah, some probably even like sometimes 20 bucks last me seven days. So I couldn't really go out and eat. I was more like 40, 40 is fair. So um, anything, like you only had one time to go out a week, basically. That was all I had. Um, <laughs> like, that's it. Um, so uh, I know a lot of people probably do worse than that, but I'm just saying for me, like all I had was one time to go out and eat. So... I really couldn't spend my money on anything I wanted to. But now, um, working this job I'm going to have, depending on how much I'm making. Uh, if it's, if I'm making as much as I think I am, I'll have, you know, be able to buy stuff. I'll have money now. So that's going to be interesting to see how I handle that. Uh, I'm still very nervous about buying anything right now because I'm just like, for what? You know, I don't need to invest in anything expensive. Um, or anything that's like um, just like a leisurely thing. Most of my money I've been saving, uh, but now that I, like I have permission—not permission, but like I have that ability because I'm living at home still. They're not making me. I don't pay any bills right now. Um, I'll be at home for like probably like a year, save all my money, then I can move out. Um, yeah, like it's crazy. I'm going to have extra money so I can be able to do what I want to. And I just don't know what I would want to do with my extra cash. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. <laughs> so that's going to be fun to be able to just like spend money on stuff. But I'm going to steal it. I'm going to do well. I'm going to save it. I'm going to make sure to have some cash with me. I'm going to make sure to save my cash. But I'm also going to buy a lot of shit too. So probably not though. Who sees? Who knows, bro? But it's getting towards that point of the show, people. Time for those Bundesliga picks. Dude, they are ramping it up next week for Bundesliga games. So I'm just going to do the Saturday and Sunday games. Uh, I did pretty decent. Did I, tell, I didn't tell you guys about my... um. Yes, I did. I told you guys about the last ones I did. I did relatively okay. I think I did... What? How much did I... Let me see. Where's book one? Bundesliga picks. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I did 0.67 on the first week. Um, Let's see. So this is going to be week two. Five. 23. Uh, 20. All right. So this is what we're doing. All right. So the first game is going to be Freiburg. Oh, no. Tomorrow is the game. Alright, so this is going to be out. This will come out at 12, so you'll know if I've got this right or wrong. 
Heard the Berlin versus Heard the versus Union. Berlin, hundred percent. I'm going with her the Berlin to win this, one hundred percent. Cause Union Berlin, I don't know shit about them. I know her the Berlin straight. No, 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 no. Do not make her the Berlin green. I don't want her the Berlin to win. They're not gonna win. Bro, how do you do this? How do I clear this out? No feel, sorry. Um, that was my sister downstairs. So Harley Berlin's gonna win, I say. Um, Freiburg versus Werder Bremen. Freiburg. Werder Bremen just cannot defend set pieces. Their set piece defending is terrible. So if I just don't, I'm not gonna bail them to do anything too quickly. Uh, so yeah, Werder Berlin. I mean Freiburg, hundred percent is gonna win that. I think. Um, Wolfsburg versus Dortmund. That's gonna be a good game, but I'm going with Dortmund. Just because Dortmund just—they're so good. Like people don't get how good Dortmund is. They have so many players in attack. It's ridiculous. They're probably one of the best teams in England. I mean, in the world, not England. Probably one of the best teams if in attack-wise in the world. So, uh, Paderborn versus Hoffenheim. I'm gonna go with Hoffenheim. I'm not going for too many draws, bro. I like this high shoot, bro. I'm going with Hoffenheim. Watch. I'm going 100% this week. I'm going 100%. I'm 100%. I'm going 100%. Um, Munchen Godblock versus Leverkusen. That's a good game. Ooh, that's a hard one to pick, dude. Oof. I'm going with... I think Leverkusen's gonna pull that out. The Leverkusen's got a really good team, and then Bayern versus anybody who Bayern is playing. I bet on Bayern. Oh, I messed something up. Sorry. Uh, let me put this down, and then <clears throat> Bayern versus. Can't just put anybody. It doesn't even matter, but. I think Bayern's gonna win. Eintracht Frankfurt is not bad though. They are not a bad team. Maybe that'll be my dark horse. Cause mm, I don't know. I don't like betting against Bayern. It's like betting against Kobe. Rest in peace. Like there's no way that I would bet against Kobe back when he was fucking like prime Kobe heck no you don't bet against Kobe Bryant that's that's an easy way to lose money Schalke versus Augsburg I'm gonna call this one did Augsburg win last week no did Schalke win last week did they play that no so they're both gonna have something to prove I think that's going to be Schalke, though, so. And then. Mainz versus RB Leipzig. Leipzig, yeah. And then FC Cologne versus Dusseldorf. 
actually don't know. I want. You know what? That's the one I'm going to call a draw this week. So let's go yellow, yellow. All right. So these are my picks. I got Hurley Berlin, being Union Berlin, Freiburg versus... Ver Let me get closer. Hurley Berlin versus Union Berlin, Freiburg versus Werder Bremen. Hurley Berlin and Freiburg is supposed to win, according to me. Uh, I got Dortmund being Wolfsburg, Hoffenheim being Paderborn, Leverkusen being um, Mönchengladbach, Bayern being Frankfurt, Schalke being Augsburg, RB Leipzig being Mainz, and a draw between Cologne and Dusseldorf. All right, let's see how well I do this week, you know? I bet you I'm going to do well. I'm telling you guys, I feel it. I'm feeling it. Oh, I had that close. Sorry, that was so loud. I'm not going to amplify I'm not gonna amplify this episode, but um, yeah, guys, uh, Appreciate you guys. Um, anybody listening to this, I don't know if anyone is yet, but if anyone is, thank you for listening. Um, it's been episode 11, 12, 11, 12. Let me see. I wrote this down. I definitely wrote this down. 12. Yeah, episode 12. So thank you for listening. Um, be back next week with another installment of J-Pens. I'm sorry, podcast. Um, the best part about next week is that's Memorial Day, so I'll release a Memorial Day episode, and then I start working Tuesday, so maybe the episodes are calm down a bit. Tuesday, I'm gonna have to record again, so we'll see. We will see. But anyways, I'll uh, see you guys later. Peace. <laughs>